This is Revelation Response, a podcast where we talk about who God is, what He's done in our lives, and how we can't help but respond in worship. We want these episodes to be an encouragement wherever you are in your faith journey, to pay attention to what God is saying to you, and to consider how you might respond. Now, here's my conversation with Jennifer Palmer. Hey, well, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my name is Nate Souza, and uh, today I've got a, a wonderful story um, for you guys. And we've got Jennifer Palmer with us, uh, who works at the church with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hi, my name is Jennifer, as Nate said, and I work at Fellowship Bible Church as an admin and event coordinator with our adult ministries and groups. And, um, you know, I guess a little bit about me, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I am a woman of God, a believer and disciple, and I share the Word of God every chance I get, nice. which is a <laughs> big, big change from the first 40 years of my life. Right. And I am married to JB, and we've been married almost 27 years. Oh, cool. And uh, we have a daughter who is 23. She is a registered dietitian, and she is married one year and lives in Texas. Mm-hmm. And a son who is starting his uh, junior year at the University of Alabama. Nice. Roll Tide. <laughs> there is plug. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I have fur babies that I adore. I have two mutts okay. that, that I'm really bad at training, but I love them to death. Uh, and, uh, you know, other than that, if I were to describe my hobbies and things. I would say that I'm a health, food, and fitness fanatic. Nice. Okay. Um, and I work full-time at Fellowship Bible Church. Right. Which makes us colleagues. In that's a, in exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. Um, and uh, I remember when I started there uh, hearing um, Carl, who mm-hmm. is the worship leader, walking through the halls and singing worship songs yeah. down the hallway. And I remember thinking, this is the soundtrack of my my life now oh, that I'm starting so to work awesome. here yeah. and thinking that's so cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm an admin and an event coordinator for um, our adult ministries and groups. Nice. Okay. How long have you been there? Uh, December will be three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So I started and three months later, everybody went into quarantine and I worked at home for almost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> that's yeah. right. Okay. So, awesome. but two full years I've been in the office. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay. And I remember there was a staff meeting. I think you stood up or someone mm-hmm. asked a question or something mm-hmm. and where you said, um, you know, I was saved in worship music and my ears perked up and I was like, what does that mean? Like, I've, I've, I, maybe that was the first time I had ever heard someone say they were saved in uh-huh. worship mm-hmm. because of a song, not because of a sermon or a book or yeah. a friend or something. And I was like, I got to get that story just like for my own sake. You yeah. Know? So I remember talking to you a little bit about that and just saying, we got to get that on the podcast mm-hmm. um, as a way of talking about revelation response mm-hmm. and um, all that. So thanks for uh, coming today and doing this. Um, Absolutely. So maybe take us to the beginning of your story. Like, were you raised in a Christian home or were you, yeah. you know, what was your like young childhood like? I was definitely not raised in a Christian home. Uh, There was basically no church, no faith. I mean, I was taught by my mother for lack of what else to tell us Mm -hmm. that there was Adam and Eve. Uh, I guess she learned that growing up. But that was about that was about it. Okay, Um, there really was no faith talk at all. Um, There, my my father grew up Catholic had really bad experiences um, in that upbringing, going to Catholic school. And my mother grew up 
going to an Episcopalian church. Uh-huh. Uh, it was more about, it was the 50s. Everybody got up on Sunday, put their dress on and went to church. Okay, so a it, cultural kind of thing. Exactly. Like there was yeah. there was no real um, basis of faith in her house. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, that, I mean, I had absolutely nothing in my life that was Christian until I was about probably eight or nine years old. Mm-hmm. And my mom took my sister and I for a very short period of time to a Lutheran church. Okay. And we were in the choir. And (laughs) yeah, which, you know, I mean, and who knows, maybe that was when uh, I have, I really do have a love for music. Maybe that's when it started. I don't know. We, But I have very few memories of it other than I remember that's where I learned the song, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Okay. (laughs) I'm familiar. Uh, Yes. La, 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 la. Um, and uh, it's also during that period of time when I learned the Lord's Prayer, oh, cool. which okay. is very relevant later in my story. Okay. Um, and and that just always stayed with me. And I, and I remember any time we went to a funeral or a wedding or I, I felt so good that that was I knew that. Yeah. Because I struggled with so much else uh-huh. when I was in those churches for those things, yeah. trying to understand and not feeling like I fit in. Like, how come everybody knows this stuff but me? Right. Um, but I always knew the Lord's Prayer. Okay. So you were doing um, what kind of music? Were you playing music at home or like? Well, um, I always loved music. Okay. Um, you know, I grew up, we went to a lot of concerts. Okay. Um, I just absolutely, you know, I got my Barbie. Uh, record player when I was <laughs> like, I don't know, I was probably six. Yeah. You know, that was just that I loved music. I always did. And okay. I loved learning the words. I could, I, everybody always talked about how I could learn the words to anything. Oh, interesting. Uh, even when I was little. Uh-huh. Um, and, but I never had a, an ounce of music ability. I couldn't sing. I see. I, I could dance. Okay. But, I, you know, I wanted to be a musician of some sort. I dreamed of that. And I, even in high school, took guitar. I was the most uncoordinated guitar player ever. Um, I was left-handed, but yet left didn't feel good. Right didn't feel good. Uh, You know, I, I, it was, that was a struggle. And so when I uh, graduated from high school, you know, um, and after a short stint of going to college, Mm -hmm. I ended up working in music stores. I I worked in CD and tape stores. I managed them and I loved it. So music is all over your history and story and all that stuff. So it's kind of, it's a cool thing that God would, in his kindness, would use Mm -hmm. that as a way to to speak to you. Um, Okay. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, Not much of a faith in your early history. So like um, maybe go into young adulthood and maybe meeting JB and all that stuff. What is faith like then? Well, so... For me, honestly, my music, my love of music, you know, actually went into a lot of what I would now call satanic music. Okay. <laughs> and and I went to a lot of concerts sure. like that. And, you know, I was the girl uh, in the early 90s with pink hair and boots with skull buckles on them. And, right. you know, I was... I can see it now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so I met JB through fr- a friend who was actually a singer in a band. Okay. And his girlfriend was, was my friend. And we met going to see his shows. Okay. Um, and... There was, I mean, faith was just not something we even talked about, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we did uh, eventually get engaged, and the the minister that did our service, um, there was a church in the town I grew up 
that his family actually did go to for a short period of time. And I had gone to like three times with my mom. Mm -hmm. And so that minister was a woman and she was the one who married us. Okay. Uh, You know, and it's very interesting looking back because there was no discussion in our premarital with her about faith at all. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So eventually y'all end up in church. Yeah. Um, what was that? I'm always interested, you know, to see the, tr- the transition of like, yeah. we didn't do it at all. And then all of a sudden there's this need, like what in your story, what was the, uh, I guess, a turning point? Yeah. Well, so uh, th- the big turning point for us was after we got pregnant first time mm-hmm. um, with our daughter, Mackenzie, and when, before that, I would have considered myself quote unquote, charmed. I never felt like anything bad happened to me. Okay. I can look back and there were plenty of bad things that happened to me. Mm. Um, you know, I was even punched in the stomach, thrown in a guy's car. <laughs> no, and yeah, I <laughs> oh mean, and he had a gun and, wow. and and I was able to open the door and run and I got away. Crazy. So it was, it's even that yeah. didn't seem like, because, and I actually, in my selfish worldview, mm-hmm. It actually thought matrix type thoughts. What if I'm? What if I'm actually the only one that right. exists? I'm the in this star whole, of this movie. And yeah, yeah, and this I'm, I'm just dreaming this whole thing. Yeah, because everything that I would have considered bad, I got out of. Nobody died in my family. That mm. was only grandparents, and as far as I was concerned, they were old. Sure. Yeah. Which is interesting. Now that I'm in my fifties, I find out how old they were, and I go, they weren't that old. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> but back then. Uh-huh. And so I just felt this this sort of charmed. And so when we went and when we went into the hospital to have my daughter, and and it was just things were wrong from the beginning. Mm. Um, she was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck. Okay. And she was not breathing. And although they resuscitated her, she had lost her air supply long enough before she was born that it caused brain damage and mm. she had a brain bleed. Mm. And um, as soon as uh, they resuscitated her, they couldn't stabilize her. Mm. So she was helicoptered to Johns Hopkins because there wasn't a NICU in the hospital I was in. Mm-hmm. I I had my husband go there to be with her so he could share all the news with me that the doctors were saying. And, and, and I was alone at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, basically what happened was that the brain bleed and, and she had swelling in her brain and, and she basically just couldn't make it. Mm. And so, you know, we had to make the decision to stop the life support and, you know, and there was a lot of praying during that time. I didn't know who I was praying to or what, but there was an awful lot of that pleading of, you know, I'll go to church. I'll do all the things. I'll, I'll do everything right. If you just save my baby and, Mm. and, um, you know, that didn't happen. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and honestly, that's where, you know, looking back, I go, that's where the, when we were holding her and she was taking her last breath, mm. spontaneously, that Lord's Prayer popped out of my mouth. Oh, wow. And we were in a room with doctors and nurses and JB, and 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 I just started saying the Lord's Prayer. Mm. I didn't know what else to do, yeah. and that's just what came out of nowhere was this Lord's Prayer. And everyone in the room said it with us. And looking back, that's a very special moment. At the time, I just didn't. It was in a daze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that's that where early, that came back. Yeah, that early yeah. seed of, of mm-hmm. learning that in church or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that that's obviously a a situation that is hard to 
mm-hmm. process for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. and so you're carrying that with you as you move forward mm-hmm. in your marriage and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Is that push you towards any kind of faith? Um, I know it's a crisis for sure. Yeah. But, um, what What was the? I would say I would say the hard thing. For, I I walked out of that saying, okay, I just had a daughter who passed away. If I choose not to believe there's a heaven, then I will never see her again. Mm. And I couldn't couldn't do that. I couldn't sure. hold that. And so I really began to 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 really go on a journey of uh, who is this God? And and I did read a book called um, you know why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. And you know I don't I'd, I'd love to go back and read that now that I've read the Bible and learned a little right. learned a lot more theology since I know none back then mm-hmm. and see where that kind of falls. But at the time, what it gave mm-hmm. me was this understanding of God doesn't reach down with His hand and pick you up out of the way of a moving truck. Yeah. You know, and and it, it gives the the analogy of the tapestry. Okay. You know, with the beautiful picture on one side and the mess and the chaos on the right. back, okay. and that gave me some hope. Okay. Yeah. So tell me a little bit now about um, this conversion story. Yeah. So you're um, to maybe take us to like why you're heading back to church, yeah. and then what God did through music yeah. uh, while you're sitting there. In the, yeah. Well, there were a couple things that happened after that. I became extremely controlling and fearful. Mm. Um, I had so much fear. Now that I knew bad things could happen to me, I lived in fear all day, every day. Panic attacks, hyperventilating. Um, controlling, mm. lots of explosive anger if someone did something that scared me. Mm. And um, so I lived my life trying to protect, trying to protect my heart, mm. honestly, if I look at yeah. it. But in my mind, protecting my husband, protecting my kids, protecting, you know, um, imagine how hard that is for a husband who's, who's, you know, would like to lead and I can't let him lead because I need to protect yeah, him. Yeah, clinging on. Yeah. yeah. So, um but in that, I used to stay up very late at night because I didn't sleep I, uh, because of all of this. Mm. And I would watch the show Intervention and and I would study the alcoholics and the drug addicts and and say, how can I protect my kids from becoming an alcoholic and a drug addict? They were three and six. <laughs> right. I mean, I've got to plan ahead. I was planning <laughs> ahead. I had to have a plan. Yeah. And a commercial came on for a worship concert. And, you know, I there were young people in the audience and their arms were up in the air. And I just laughed to myself at these Jesus freak weirdos, mm-hmm. right? And it hit me, which, of course, was obviously divine. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just in my head. I went, that's it. I'm going to make my kids Jesus freaks so they don't become alcoholics and drug addicts. That was the plan. That was the path forward. Yes. (laughs) And so we ended up, fast forward, we moved to Tennessee and there was a, my daughter was in gymnastics and the gym she was going to was called ETC, Everything Through Christ. Okay. And so I was able to begin this plan by planting the seed to my husband that they're going to teach our kids something we know nothing about. Right. So let's start going to church and see what we think. Okay. To kind of get the same thing they're getting. Exactly. And so, you know, we searched for a church with a nice big youth group. Mm -hmm. We went to several and then we let the kids choose because we didn't really, I didn't, I didn't go there for me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted them to love it. And it didn't matter to me as much about what it was. And, you know, thankfully they chose Fellowship Bible Church Uh because from the first time I walked in, the music just 
pulled me in. Oh, interesting. I, okay. I just loved it because it wasn't a hymn book, you <laughs> yeah. know? A little hard to follow sometimes. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was rocking. Yeah. I could move to it. Okay. I could easily follow it because I grew up listening to music. Yeah. And, and those hymns, although beautiful, mm-hmm. I could never follow the melody. Gotcha. It yeah. just was off for me. Right. And so the words were on a giant screen, uh-huh. and I loved the music. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And so, like, what did you feel when you say, um, maybe just describe what it's like to be saved in music? So was it yeah. Jesus speaking yeah. to you? Was it yeah. the lyrics? Was it the actual music itself that right. was moving? What was Well, the- so one of the things that happened was my husband, interestingly enough, did not love the music when he started there. Okay. <laughs> and he loves it now. Uh-huh. But I, I really believe that that God used that to allow me to be in the room alone. Gotcha. So he started volunteering, checking kids in for Sunday school so that he wasn't in there for the music because he loved the message and the teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, he loved the style. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he loved what it was yet. Yeah. But um, that put me in the room by myself. Okay. And one of the things about me, I'm very distractible. So I started really listening to the music and just closing my eyes mm. because I loved it. And when I wasn't, when I had my eyes open, I was like, oh, her hair is beautiful. Oh, look at her <laughs> handbag, her shoes. Oh my gosh, I love those shoes. Right. <laughs> you know, and I was starting this, this to really feel this music. Mm. I didn't know what that was at the time. Mm-hmm. But I was starting to really feel it. And so I would close my eyes. Um, and obviously, we'd been going long enough. I was learning the songs, mm-hmm. right? Here, yeah. Here's back to my story as a kid. I could learn the words to songs yeah, really totally. easily, yeah, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, as I was doing this, like, I just started getting very emotional. Mm. I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. But I, I would start to get very emotional. And then as I was, when I did have my eyes open, like words would start to pop out on the screen. Mm. And and I was just starting to understand my sin yeah. and my brokenness, mm-hmm. which was the emotion. And, you know, I remember when we first started going to church there, I remember thinking, why do these Christians talk about how bad they are all the time? Aren't they Christians? Right, right. You know what I mean? That was the thing. Like, I believed that, that why why are they always talking about how bad they yeah, are? I think I, the good people. Yeah, I had no <laughs> yeah. understanding of sin I see. at all. And so God began to show me my sin through these songs. Okay. And, and, I, and I started to feel my pain and my brokenness. Mm. And I started to cry when I would be in worship. And, and I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, one day when I was in there and I had my eyes closed and obviously it was a song I know well and everybody always asked me, what song is it? I'm like, I don't remember. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually had an out-of-body mm. and, and I mean, I would call it that. Yeah. I met Jesus. I met Jesus and he was light with mm. a robe on, mm. you know, just a white robe. And, and it's funny because I didn't know all those descriptions of him at mm. that time. So I couldn't have come up with it on my own. Like conjured it or yes, whatever. Yes, yeah. I, I had never heard. And it's and when I read things like that now, I go, well, yeah. Mm. Like, I understand that because mm-hmm. I've lived it. But he came to me as this just light with a robe on, and he wrapped his arms around me. And I just, I felt the pain leaving my body. Mm. And I just fell to my knees in the outer body yeah. um not in not in church <laughs> right um People looking that's right you. exactly yeah. like what is wrong with her <laughs> right um and i just remember thinking this is what it must be like in heaven mm. 
And then I, I was back in the room again. And that was when I received the Holy Spirit. And I, I it took me a few days to process that. And, and I certainly didn't admit it to my husband for quite a while, right. you know. <laughs> Um, he had his own journey. That's right, exactly. But it, but it was during worship time, and it was. And I remember after that, the first time I we sang "Amazing Grace" after, and I just saw the words, and I just bawled yeah. through this song that I'd heard my whole life and thought was just this pretty song, and never had an ounce of understanding of the word, yeah, the you, lyrics. You hear it at a funeral. You hear oh, yeah. it out in the culture. But, yeah, um, it's a beautiful song. Yeah, mm-hmm. but my chains were. We're gone. Right, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I understood it. Yeah, it's that emotional weight. We talked a little bit about um, how music itself has um, a way of getting to like Mm -hmm. a deeper emotion or like a Mm -hmm. what we would say at Fellowship is like um, under the waterline. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You know, that isn't isn't so much like what you think about something, but it's how you feel Mm -hmm. it and how Mm -hmm. you experience it. Even your desires Mm -hmm. are moved by music. And so Mm -hmm. um, it's it's just such a beautiful way of describing Jesus talking to you through music is yeah. because he used something that was important mm-hmm. to you, which was music. You did, yep. had no idea that he was preparing you maybe for no. this moment, yeah. but it wasn't random. It wasn't, yeah. um, he could have used anything and he chose mm-hmm. to use music. And I love that part about your yeah. story. And, and it was, I mean, I even, you know, one of the things I didn't share before, I even went to broadcasting school because mm. I, I had no music talent and I wanted to be in music. So yeah. I, I did some radio DJing for yeah. a little while. How you know I, I mean? How do I do it? I was desperate know? to get into the, yeah. the music somehow and and now knowing that that's where god met me Mm -hmm. it kind of makes sense that's awesome you know it's honestly it's a perfect story for the um for the podcast you know we're Uh talking about revelation response like you know that in a succinct way like your story is jesus revealing himself saying Mm -hmm. i am jesus i love you i see you and your response was you talked about tears you talked about singing and just that response of saying like how could i not respond yeah to how good God is and mm-hmm. and how he made it so personal to you. Right. Um, I'd love to talk about, too, like what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an interesting kind of turn when we uh, met before yeah. about uh, fitness and mm-hmm. how God's using that um, to reach other people in your life. So maybe talk a little bit about, um, it, in a way, it's another response that you're mm-hmm. doing is that mm-hmm. I God's changed my life, and so yeah. I want to do this now. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, so one of the things that I, I definitely am is a health, food, and fitness fanatic. Okay. I, I I grew up as a, a competitive gymnast, mm-hmm. and so I've always had a little bit of that fitness part of my life. Mm-hmm. And after uh, receiving the Holy Spirit and, and spending time in the Word, I, in my mind— you know, and I think of, and I believe it's in Mark, where every time Jesus healed someone, he he didn't re- say, I healed you. He said, your faith has made you well, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so in being in health, food, and fitness, and healing, um, you know, I, I had some health issues that, that I've gone through healing, and, mm-hmm. you know, my being able to incorporate and share with people that healing and wholeness comes from faith— as well as food mm. and fitness, gotcha. okay. you know, but that faith is such a big part of that. Mm. And so I do spend time working with women and, um, you know, sharing my faith with them mm-hmm. and how it relates to all of this and how, um, you know, even down to food, right? Okay. We are... Um, 
we are given food by God as this incredibly wonderful way to fuel our bodies. Mm-hmm. He gave us this pleasure of taste mm-hmm. and of of enjoyment and and camaraderie with others while you eat. And when we and so eating with gratefulness mm-hmm. to say yep, this is a tomato and this is lettuce and this is broccoli <laughs> and this is chicken and this mm-hmm. is but but this is this is God's gift to me and eating it with joy and gratefulness. And when that becomes perverted to gluttony, mm-hmm. that becomes sin, gotcha. right? Yeah. So just doing that. And then also I have a tremendous passion for taking the women I meet through that uh-huh. and walking them through Bible studies in a place where there are no stupid questions. Mm. I was in That's my great. 30s and I thought, I made the comment to someone that, and I'm so embarrassed by this. <laughs> why would someone follow a book that had to update their book? Because I thought the New Testament was a newer version of the oh, Old. <laughs> like a 2.0. 2. Yeah, exactly. In my 30s. Gotcha. Yeah, sure. And I think, what did that, was that person just as ignorant as I was, hopefully? Yeah. And, <laughs> and if you don't grow up with it and it's totally I, foreign to you, then. I had no clue. Yeah. And so I, I share that story with mm-hmm. women as I do Bible studies with them and say, you can't ask any stupid questions to me. Yeah, you're safe here. Yes, you're very, very <laughs> safe <laughs> That's got to be such a um, a cool environment for them because yeah. they're um, they're there anyway. I mean, yeah. to, obviously to do the fitness and to, right. uh, the um, food part. But uh, do they know that they're getting into spiritual conversations? Is that sort of like so, they would seek this out for that reason? Yeah. So okay. so it's all and it's all it's all online. Okay. You know, and so we do like Zoom calls and and um, we have workouts that they stream and then we have a group where we check in and that kind of thing. Um, but I call my business faithfully focused fitness. So they come into it and I, I'm pretty open about the fact that I'm going to be speaking about faith. Mm -hmm. However, interestingly enough, people are interested enough in what I have to share in food and fitness that even if they're not into faith, that, that, that they're, they're hearing and they're listening. Welcome and they're yes. yeah, doing the thing. Okay. And and even it's even opened up an opportunity for me to do uh Zoom calls in the morning with my mother and sister where we all work out together. And I share oh, okay. and I have shared the gospel with them multiple times. I'm oh, still wow. praying for their salvation, yeah. but um but yeah, it's given me opportunity to have conversations with them that I don't know I would have gotten otherwise. Yeah. That's so cool. I mean, a, a lot of what I see in your story is mm-hmm. um you know, something so important to you is music. God uses mm-hmm. that to save mm-hmm. you. And then he's using fitness and food mm-hmm. to, uh, which is for, God has given you a passion for, yeah. you know, um, and uniquely your story mm-hmm. of how you can use that to, um, for discipleship. To pass on. Yeah. You yeah. were talking about, um, a scripture of uh, kind of what you've taken to heart in terms of passing yeah. on what you have received. Like, yeah. So, um, one of the things for me is that, the things in my past um, and those stories, my story, and one of the reasons that I'm, I'm so grateful for an opportunity like this to share it mm-hmm. is that in, you know, in 2 Corinthians uh, 1, 3, and 4, you know, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that— <laughs> we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves 
are comforted by God. Mm-hmm. And it's that so that part, because I would I I would give up so much to have grown up in church, mm. to have known Jesus, not grown up in church, to yeah. have known Jesus my whole life. Mm-hmm. And and there's part of me that all the pain and the traumas that I had growing up, it makes me so sad. And yet God comforted me in that so that mm. I can comfort others yeah. in the comfort that I myself received. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so that, that really helps to go, okay, I may have been 40 when I came yeah. came to my senses and came to Christ. Uh-huh. But all of those 39 years before that uh, are ways that, you know, God has now comforted me in that when when he hugged me and my he took my pain. Mm. He took my he put my pain on his back. Right. His yoke is light. He took that burden and that pain off of me and he took it from me and and now so that i could stand tall yeah right that weight is off of me and i can now comfort others yeah i mean then that is you know to to the the podcast that Mm -hmm. that is a a, such a revelation Mm -hmm. of that god would be so kind to you and save you in that way and Mm -hmm. i'd love that response of just saying this is not just for me to have as my personal thing Mm -hmm. but to turn around and say hey these women yeah need it too just like i did yeah so beautiful so yeah well thank you so much for coming on today and telling your story. Um, is there, like, I was thinking about your website. Is there a way for people to find, if you're in Nashville, well, <laughs> you know, what, what you do or, like, how to find, you know, your uh, your deal? Or um, I am on Instagram at faith, Faithfully Focused Fitness. Great. Okay. Um, you know, you can find me there okay. or, uh, you know, on Facebook, Jennifer Kearney Palmer, which is K-E-A-R-N-E-Y. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, Thank you. That, that's perfect. And it, yeah. again, uh, a lot of, what we talk about here is fellowship songs. So you can find us on Spotify and YouTube and all the places you get music and everything and check out the music. But um, again, thank you so much for that. It was a great conversation. Thank you for asking me and allowing me to share my story and my testimony. It's a gift. It's a gift and may it glorify the Lord above. Amen. Mm -hmm. We'll see you in the next episode. All right. Thanks. Revelation Response is produced by Fellowship Bible Church and Fellowship Songs. You can check us out online at fellowshipbiblechurch.org or by searching Fellowship Songs wherever you stream your music. Also, please leave us a like and give us a follow to hear more episodes like this. Thanks for listening.